How are we doing, guys? Welcome to the Gaelic Gridiron Podcast. I'm Jimmy English. And joining me is a man who will soon be taking a transatlantic trip to Dublin to take on Navy. It's Notre Dame football head coach, Marcus Freeman. Coach, welcome. Jimmy, thanks for having me. Coach, I read somewhere recently that this will be your first trip outside of the USA. Yeah, it is. It was. Uh, now, I, I have gone to Canada um, for a couple hours to recruit, but um, truly outside the country, um, no, I have not. What are you looking forward to most about, about coming to Ireland? Well, obviously, the competition aspect of it, right? We're going there for a reason, and we got a great opponent to face. But the ability to, you know, take a, take a moment, take a couple hours to enjoy a, such a beautiful place that I've heard so much about is, is what I'm excited for, too. Just to be able to experience Ireland a little bit and let our players experience, you know, not only Ireland, but the global network that we have at Notre Dame. A chance to go to play in Dublin, Ireland um, against a great opponent is going to be something exciting. Are you looking forward to sampling the local Guinness as well with Joe Montana? <laughs> yeah, that's a post-game deal, right? Post-game, I'll be able to sample a little bit. Um, but uh, probably before the game, I don't know. I'm not a huge, huge beer drinker. My wife loves Guinness, um, so I know she'll be sampling it for sure. <laughs> I have to give you a couple of recommendations. Coach, obviously, you know, it's not just a transatlantic trip for yourself. It's a transatlantic trip for the whole team, you know, all your players. How are you preparing those guys for the effects that the, the trip is going to have on their bodies and possible jet lag, you know, on a short turnaround? Yeah, we've been preparing for this for quite a while. Um, I've, I've reached out to many teams that have done the, the trip over to Europe and, and, and the NFL is quite frequent with the London trips. Um, and just speaking to as many people as possible um, about what is the best things to do in terms of when you leave, when you land. And so we have a great plan. Um, I was able to experience a little bit of it when I took a red eye from Hawaii uh, last week with my family. So we left similar, like sometime at, at night, I think it was seven or eight at night in Hawaii, landed about six or seven in the morning. Um, and so I knew, I, I physically know how our players will feel. You know, even if you get a couple hours of sleep, you're still not going to feel um, to your your complete self. So we yeah. we prepared for that, and uh, I think we have a great plan. Something that we've heard the players talk about, and I was at a, an event recently in Dublin where you know some of the guys touched on this is it's something that you've brought to the program. It's TGS or the Golden Standard. Can you tell me a little bit about what that encapsulates? Well, it's just a, a term we have for our culture here, right? And and it's a buzzword that's easy to remember, the golden standard. But that is is what we hope defines our culture. And it's three pillars that we look at. Number one is challenge everything. So challenge everything is for us is a mindset of to find a better way. It's never satisfied, constant growth, right? And so when we talk about challenge everything, we talk about challenging ourselves, you know, and, and really yeah. finding different ways to improve. The second pillar is unit strength. And for us, that's choose to love, right? We say love is a choice and choose to love your teammates, but also, you know, you got to earn the trust of your teammates and that, that takes time and that takes intentionality. And so we can't be anything as individuals. We have to be a unit and, and that takes love and trust. And then the third thing is competitive spirit. And that's a refusal to lose. It's a mindset that we win or we learn and, and, we have to make sure there's a competitive spirit mindset when you take the field, but also a competitive spirit mindset in life. And so that's kind of what our, our culture is here at Notre Dame. Because ultimately, you know, you're not just developing these guys as football players. When, when they leave Notre Dame, you want to have impa imparted something on them as men and as people, as humans. 
Yeah. Well, I hope that's something that will be able to last with them for the rest of their lives. Right. And and as you talk about challenge, everything, unit strength, competitive spirit, those are things that just don't apply to football. That applies to every situation you're in, no matter what your age is and what your situation is. So, Coach, last year was your full head, your full first season as head coach with a, a nine and four record overall, including the bowl game. If you can pick out one thing, and I know this is probably a bit of a tricky question, but one thing that you know the program needs to improve on this season coming, what would you say that is? I think the sense of urgency that we have to start fast, right? We start off a season zero and two, um, you know, and then we created this sense of urgency that we had to improve faster. And I think what we have to make sure we do is is that when we get ready to take the field on uh, August 26th, um, that we're ready to roll and that we are ready to truly perform um, at our full potential. And that's that's something that I think we have to do a better job. I have to do a better job as a leader and our coaches have to make sure we are ready to perform when the very first game hits. Speaking of that first game, you know, it, it's week zero. It's on the road in a different content against a program rival in Navy. And you know, certainly on on this side of the of the Atlantic, there is a massive amount of hype about this game. And I know Notre Dame fans here and abroad are very, very much looking forward to it. But for you and for your coaches, are, are you treating this game any differently than you normally would approach you know, the opening season of a game, or is it just business as usual? Well, I think what you have to be strategic is is when you really start to focus on the Navy, um, the the technical side of football, right? And and Usually, as you go through fall camp, it's it's offense versus defense. You 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 probably wait until the game week to really start going to scout teams and trying to get specific looks. But Navy presents such a different scheme schematically, and we have to start preparing for them right away and have periods that are set aside for a specific triple option and what they do defensively. So the preparation will be a little bit different because of the type of offense and defense we'll face. Oh. So it's more about focusing closer to the time on the specifics of the game rather than the game itself. That's exactly right. You're exactly right. So looking at your, your players and looking at personnel and looking at some of the changes that have occurred there and looking in particular in Sam Hartman, a quarterback, he's a guy who was a starter at Wake Forest and now transfers into Notre Dame. What kind of impact or addition does, does a guy like Sam Hartman bring to Notre Dame and to the team? Yeah, I think, number one, we know he's a talented football player. I think he's the second leading passer in ACC history, um, a, extremely talented quarterback. But he also brings a level of experience. Going into his sixth season of college football, he's seen everything, right? He's been through the highs and lows. And so he is battle-tested, um, and, and he'll know what to expect as he goes into this first game of the season. The third thing is his leadership. He brings an element of leadership where he truly makes the team better. He makes those guys around them better. He he really raises the level of their performance. And so that's the, the great thing about Sam Hartman is that he brings uh, just a unique element to our offense. Something that has become a bit of a trend possibly in recent years at Notre Dame is importing a graduate transfer quarterback. You had Jack Cohn previously and now Sam Hartman. Is that a challenge that you're facing as a, as a coach and growing a player that comes up through the ranks become that starting quarterback at Notre Dame? Yeah, I think that's not how you draw it up is to continue to find graduate transfer quarterbacks. Um, but it's just the nature of the business right now in terms of if we didn't feel like we had the quarterback in-house to lead us to reach our goals, then we have to go and, and get a guy. Um, and, and I hope in the future we're able to truly have that quarterback in-house. I believe we can and we will. Um, 
But at the same instance, like if we are at a position where we don't feel great about a quarterback position, you have to go out and, and find one that truly fits your program. And, and that's the good, the good side of the transfer portal. Yeah. And speaking of the transfer portal, we'll, we'll touch on that for a second. You know, some notable names from, from the program transferred out in, in recent months. You know, you look at Drew Pine, you look at Tyler Buckner. Um, how has that impact, impacted the program? And, you know, how, or how do you address that within the ranks of the players? Yeah, you, you obviously, uh, you don't want to see any of your players leave. But um, obviously, you're, you're going to root for them. If they have a chance to go and um, truly be in a better situation, man, I wish those guys all the best. And we'll always be supporting them. Um, but then you also have to make sure you fill your roster, right? And, and we made the decision to take Sam Hartman before anybody left. And so, uh, actually, it was right after t- uh, Drew Pine left. But we had made the decision last year that we're going to take a graduate transfer quarterback, and we were upfront and honest with our quarterbacks and let them know that. And so um, it, it's twofold, right? If you know there's a position you have to enhance, you bring them in. But if you have to replace somebody that leaves, and um, it's very strategic in terms of how you do that. And so uh, we, we hate to see guys leave here, um, especially guys that we believe can help us, but it's the, the nature of the business right now. And it seems like Sam has made an immediate impact on his teammates within the program from the minute he set foot on campus. And we saw we saw the guys rally around him in the spring game. And just there generally seems to be a good feeling that this is the guy who could, uh, and I don't want to jinx it in here, could possibly lead us back to a, to a national championship this season. Yeah, he's an extremely talented player. And you, we all know how important that quarterback position is. And um He's one of the best in the country, and uh, we're so grateful to have him part of this team because, you know what, the, the the success of your team a lot of times truly relies on, one, how successful that quarterback is, but also how well you can put guys around him and protect him to make sure he can truly play at his full potential. Now, looking towards the rest of the season, obviously, for us over here, it's quite hard to see past the Navy game, but there are there is a schedule after that, after week zero, you know, and, and a couple of games stand out to me, most notably Ohio State. This is going to be the second season that you play your alma mater, but this time it's going to be at home. You know, tell me what that experience is like playing against Ohio State for you. Well, I think the, the ability to have any team here in at Notre Dame Stadium, we feel like we have a great home field advantage. Um, uh, our fans are um, extremely passionate about Notre Dame football. So to have a great opponent like Ohio State, but to have them in Notre Dame Stadium will, will give us uh, obviously a, an added benefit. And so, um, we look forward to the challenge. You know, the beauty of playing in week five for us, week four in the college football season, is that we'll have a, a real identity of who our team is. And so um, it isn't like last year where we thought we have this identity. You go into the game, you got to figure out exactly who you are over the course of a couple games. We'll know what our football program, the strengths and the weaknesses of our team um, after the first couple games. And do you have any sort of identity in mind at this stage or is it too is it too soon to say? Yeah, I've always been a guy. I still believe you have to run the ball, stop the run, because I believe running the ball opens up the passing game. And so there's different ways to do that, right, is the ability to to read dif- different defenders, the ability to say, OK, hey, we're going to pound the ball no matter how many defenders you put in the box. There's just different ident- uh, ways to have success running the ball. But ultimately, you're running the ball to, to open up the pass game. And so. Mm-hmm. That's our, our goal, obviously, and, and to be truly multiple on offense. But defensively, you have to stop the run. You have to be able to stop the run with your front four and and not feel like you have to 
pressure and, and put an extra guy in the box all the time because if you do, now you open up yourself to the passing game and the RPO game. So the ability to be multiple on both sides of the ball, um, to stop the run and run the ball, to be really strong up front on both sides is, is really something that I hope our team becomes. And the running game is, is something that has definitely emerged as a, as a program strength. And you look at the likes of Audric Estime, I mean, you know, that guy's just going to be a beast again this year as far as I can see. Yeah, man, Audric is a, he's a tank. And uh, he I, I, is... I, st- I, st- I stood beside him at the event a couple of months ago, and he's only a couple of inches on me, but that dude is just <laughs> he's he's, he's a big guy. Yeah, he is, and he runs hard, and he's mean, and he works hard. And so um, we're expecting big things out of Audric. And, and we'll have a couple running backs that we feel like can all have success, but but Audric will be the bell cow, and uh, we'll ride him as long as we can. So the Ohio State game aside, and of course that is up there as possibly one of the most challenging games this year, but are there any other games in the schedule that stand out to you as being, you know, key, got to have them? Well, the, obviously for us as, as a coaching staff and a pro- program, we obviously look at the first one, right? And that one will build to the next one. But we know that the Ohio State game, the USC game here at night will stick out to many college football fans. Mm-hmm. And then we go down to Clemson, and uh, which will be a great environment, uh, I'm sure, to play a game in. So, um, there, listen, there's big ones that obviously the college football fans and, and TV will, will look at, but – for us, man, we have to look at we got 12 guaranteed opportunities and we have to make sure this team is prepared to have success on all of them. I'm actually coming over to South Bend myself for the USC game. So I'm looking forward to the atmosphere under yeah. under the lights there and hopefully we get a good result. Uh, Coach, final question. And, and again, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but, you know, you're at such a high profile university like Notre Dame. Is the goal every year for you to win a national championship? Is that what you set out at the start of the season or? You know, what's your what do you what's your vision board at the start of the season? Yeah, we really don't talk much about that here. We know that. Right. It's we don't need to say our goals win national championship. We know that. Right. That's the expectation of goals at Notre Dame. But the challenge for me in this group is how do we reach our full potential? How do we make sure that every game we play, we're playing our full potential? And if that if we do, it should be good enough to win the majority of our games. If it's not, then then we got to recruit better. But our focus and our mindset has to be to play at your full potential every single game. And at the end of the season, we'll look and we'll say, hey, where this led us to. Okay. Well, Coach, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, best of luck with the preparations. And I look forward to seeing you over here in, in just under 40, day, 40 days' time. It's going to be a fantastic experience. Thank you for having me, Jim. We look forward to coming uh, to be in Ireland. And- All the best, Coach. Go Irish.